0: Recorded live on Dementoradio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts,
1: Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice.
2: Hey, Luke Ski. We have Devo Spice on the show this week. (laughs) Surprise! Yes, I was not able to schedule anything with John Ware this week, so it's just me and Luke. And this.
0: Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo,
3: if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right.
2: I bit my tongue earlier and it's starting to swell and I'm going to bite it again. I can tell. (laughs) So, Luke, what you been up to?
1: Well, uh, the past two weeks, we should probably say. Um,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, you weren't here uh, last week.
1: Um, uh, <laughs> I saw The Flash. I liked it for all that, <laughs> you know, matters to anybody. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Working my dumb day job. And then, of course, Carrie and Alex Ann came to visit for a Uh, a few days and that was uh uh fun we have um uh, we went to santa monica pier one day we went to universal studios another day we went to disneyland another day and we went to roscoe's chicken and waffles um and just you know did a bunch of uh fun stuff uh we also uh, before they left uh recorded what will be the first two segments of the next bad rapport episode which has uh, alexan and santana uh both in the segment at the same time where we kind of recap you know most of the highlights of those past you know four days when they visited so cool at some point me and carrie will uh you know record the rest and i'll post it at some point but i have some other stuff i got to get done first um uh, what else uh nothing else super uh, super exciting uh, uh as you reported last week um uh uh worst album ever is up on uh Spotify so that makes me happy to finally have um Sailing like a hobbit up on on Spotify as well as the other tracks from that album so yeah nothing else uh major i can think of uh so uh what have you been up to
2: working on a new song but we'll talk on about that later in the show honestly that's what's been taking up most of my time that and my day job which is just busy um because like one of our biggest clients has a big launch coming up and we're kind of in launch mode right now so it's just you know busy time um we finally got a new tv did i tell you our old one died no you didn't i don't remember if we talked about that um months ago it it started acting up where like half of it literally like half of the screen was just flickering like snow like poltergeist Mm. and um and then it would come back in, and then it would the whole TV would shut off, and it would come back on. I mean, and apparently, this is a known problem with Vizio TVs. And mm. the solution is to take the logic board and put it in the oven and bake it at 350 for 15 minutes. So <laughs> we tried that. We were like, "Sure, why not?" I mean, the worst that's going to happen is it's not going to work. And it actually solved the problem at least partially uh, because the. The TV eventually just wouldn't turn on at all anymore, um, and after after baking the logic board, we had to do it twice. But we but after baking it, um, the TV came on again, and it still it would it would be fine for like ten minutes, and then it would start flickering, and then it would you know get distorted again. So it's still not usable. So we decided we're just gonna give it away. See if anybody you know out there who knows more about TVs than us is willing to fix it and just let them have it. Um, and we ordered a new one, so we got that hooked up the other day. So, I was able to watch TV in my living room the other day for the first time in a very long time. I liked that. Talk
1: about too hot for TV.
2: Right? (laughs) Um, oh yeah, uh, I forgot to mention, the title of this week's episode is A Thoughtful Kill, because Mm -hmm. random words, um... And the most cerebral James Bond film ever. Um, and I saw Spider Verse again. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually I, I wanted to see it again before the um t- the tunes episode came out, and I ended up not doing that. I, I the tunes episode came out, and I was like. All right, let me listen to it first, and then I'll go see the movie. And I'm glad I did, because you guys pointed out a couple of things that I missed the first time I saw it, and then I, I caught them the second time because I was kind of looking for them. Um, that's cool. Like, like, what was it? Um, Cola. It's a generic brand, or was it soda or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. I totally didn't see that the first time. Um, and I saw Peter parked car, but I didn't see the nameplate that's, that gave the name. Yeah. And... Um, that was one of the things I noticed the second time is like when they when they first arrive in that like waiting room area and there's all mm-hmm. these like name tags above the Spider Men as they pan through the crowd, mm-hmm. you can't read them because they're moving and it's only, you know, twenty four sec 24 frames per second film. It's blurry. Yeah. I couldn't read any of them. So. Yeah, it's
1: like they're it's like they're doing that. So that whenever people get it on, you know, Blu-ray or whatever, they'll be able to pause it and read them then. But also just to kind of give the general notion of, yes, the majority of these Spider-People all have origin points from somewhere. So stop sitting around and asking whether or not all these Spider-People are from somewhere they are. (laughs) Just get past that thought, and now let's get on to the rest of the movie.
2: (laughs) And just the the Atari 2600 graphic in the (laughs) middle of all of that was just... Magnificent, I must say. Because <laughs> I love the awesome. like the PlayStation Spider Man, because you could tell it's the PlayStation Spider Man because he has a low polygon count. Yeah, and, yeah. And then just the Atari graphic, it was just that was just glorious. So yeah. That movie is amazing. And if that's not your number one pick for the year on your show, I will disown both of you.
1: Uh. It's like the only <laughs> thing. I mean, the only thing that I think could that has a chance of beating it would be the the Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. That looks but
2: awesome. I, it really does.
1: Yeah. It's, you know. So, but I, I'm kind of thinking that's it's that's not going to be the case. I'm guessing our top three will be uh, across the Spider Verse, and then at two or three, probably. Uh, Super Mario Brothers and Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, you know, I figured that would be the top. Unless grade. something comes from out of nowhere and totally surprises us. but There yeah. is a
2: new cartoon hitting Netflix next week that has supposedly oh, gotten rave reviews.
1: Well, are you talking about Nimona? Yes. I believe that drops tomorrow. And part of the reason that's such a big deal is that it was created by... Um, uh, I forgot his uh, new first name. I think it's Noel. I could be wrong, <laughs> but Noel Stevenson, the creator of uh, *Shira and the Princesses of Power*, had the oh movie okay. okay yeah. Is it's based on a, a a comic he did or something like that, or a webcomic or something? And it was in production at like Blue Sky Studios for a long time, and then Disney bought Fox and dismantled Blue Sky, so that movie basically, you know. Hoofed away into nothingness, yeah. and then Netflix picked it up and finished it because, of course, they would because they cre- you know no created Shira for Netflix. <laughs> it's like why wouldn't they want the next big <laughs> thing from from her from from them? Yeah, so I'm very psyched to see it just because of you know the track record of how amazing Shira in the Princess of Power is. I can't wait to see what this thing is all about tomorrow.
4: So yeah, yeah.
2: so good stuff. All right. Let's get into some music. Um, I wasn't able to schedule anything with John Ware, but since it's just me and him, we'll do this in order. So here is Something's Going On in the Neighborhood by John
3: Ware. It sometimes made us wonder why old Nelly up our street used to come home every night with a great big bag of meat, because at the time food was scarce, the war had not long passed. Everything was rationed, so you had to make it last. Something's going on in the neighbourhood. Something's going on in the street. Why is Fred the butcher always smiling? Someone's getting far too much meat. Nell's husband Harry worked all night and slept all day in bed. When he was leaving to go his way, she was coming instead. A nosy neighbour saw her in an empty piece of land Talking to Fred the Butcher with a sausage in his hand Oh, something's going on in the neighbourhood Something's going on in the street Why is Fred the Butcher always smiling? Someone's getting far too much meat So one day we just followed her and found out where she went First stop was the council to pay a weekly rent. Then what do you know to our surprise she slid behind some shops. Out popped Fred all smiling with a pair of juicy chops. Something's going on in the neighborhood. Something's going on in the street. Why is Fred the butcher always smiling? Someone's getting far too much meat. He heard a rumour so he followed Nell one night Caught Fred giving her a big hot dog so it ended in a fight Nell ran in the fish shop where Bert was frying cod She told him what had happened and he said what a silly old sod Oh something's going on in the neighbourhood Something's going on in the streets Why is Fred to put you away smiling? Someone's getting far too much meat Finally things got settled Everyone just went their way Harry and Fred they made it up To live another day But it sometimes made us wonder Why old Nelly up our street Was bringing home great big bags of fish Instead of bags of meat it sometimes made us wonder why old Nelly up our street starts oh, bringing brain, brain, home bags of fish, and fish instead of bags of meat.
5: Attention comedy musicians and comedy music fans, the Logan Awards are taking open nominations through Outstanding Comedy Songs and Videos released last year for this year's awards. Did you release a comedy song or music video in 2022 or have a favorite comedy song or video that was released then? Then nominate it for the Logan Awards today. The Logan Awards are essentially the Comedy Music Awards, sponsored annually by the Funny Music Project and are presented in three categories, Outstanding Original Comedy Song, Outstanding Parody Song, and Outstanding Comedy Music Video. If you have a comedy song that was released in 2022, that you'd like to nominate for 2023's awards, head to loganawards.com and click the nominations tab at the top. There is a minimum and maximum of five nominations per person. Hurry! Nominations close this year on June 30th. For more details about Logan himself, the awards, and more, check out loganawards.com. Help us commemorate the year's best comedy songs and music videos with a trophy, the way they do with every other form of entertainment. But if you want your favorites to win, you have to nominate them by June 30th. Get your nominations in now at loganawards.com. Brought to you by The Fumble.
1: Time for funny music news. Something, something, something.
2: In the news, Weird Al Yankovic is doing the voice on a new cartoon. He plays the villain in an upcoming special of Santiago of the Seas, uh, called the Sky Santiago and the Seas and the Sky Pirates. I believe he plays a villain named Jinx. This premieres July 5th on Nickelodeon and in the preview he's singing a song called welcome back to my ship so we'll get a little bit of of al singing in this thing uh this is apparently a a show that's been on for a year or so there's season one was in 2020 or 2021 and season two is upcoming and i guess this is a, like a feature special in between the two that's cool Uh, Worm Quartet's Kickstarter ended the other day. He was trying to reach his stretch goal of $9,000, and the final tally was $9,000. So he just made it. So congratulations, Shoebox. We are very much looking forward to the new album Carpe Tedium, available soon at a uh, fump store near you.
1: Was there some kind of special extra thing he was going to do if he hit that stretch goal?
2: Yes, um... At $9,000, he said that would cover the cost of everything completely as far as production of the album. And he was going to be able to upgrade the vinyl insert to a gatefold sleeve. So that in addition to the lyric insert, he says, I'll be able to do an intensely stupid artistic thing I want to do. And then all vinyl rewards will get the gatefold sleeve. And then any pledge above $100, he will call you on your birthday and sing happy birthday or a reasonable royalty-free alternative. (laughs) so the birthday phone calls are happening folks be ready for that Um, as you just heard uh, the Logan Awards are still accepting nominations and as Ian says get your nominations in today because June 30th is the last day they are accepting nominations so if you're hearing this after June 30th and you haven't submitted your nominations yet sorry um and the Fump newsletter for June went out the other day, uh, talking about things like Fump Fest, the Logan Awards, featured videos, and more. You can view it online at tiny.cc slash Fump 0623. Tiny.cc slash Fump 0623. All right. You got anything before tour dates?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 1st in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. On the 7th in online, Carla Ulbrich. The 7th through the 9th in Indianapolis, Indiana, Mikey Mason. And on the 8th in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. All right. Second song of the week is a new one by me. You, me, here is Yo Sam by Devo Spice.
4: while I chase an old woman around the camp.
2: There you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, when I first heard this, when you sent me an example of it, I was under the impression that maybe, you know, uh, there was some kind of, you know, big nerdcore cypher thing going down. And, you know, with the Looney Tunes characters and that you had been tapped to play Yosemite Sam. Oh,
2: that would be cool, actually. (laughs) I'd be all for doing that.
1: So, so yeah, and then you're like, oh, no, I, this is just me. I'm like, oh, okay. Kind of kind of seemed like out of nowhere. I didn't know if it was like a, um, a um, uh, 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 you know, what do you call it? Ridiculous rap. I didn't know if it was oh, okay. like somebody just said like, yeah. somebody Sam rap, you know, or whatever, you know.
2: <laughs> no, it was just like I, I was doing it, and I'm like, I'm not really known for impressions, and I'm like, I'm trying to learn, you know, Yosemite Sam, and I'm, I did the test recording, and I'm like, I can still just, it sounds like me, you know, I'm like, let me get some feedback. So I sent it to you and Kyle and both of you were like, yeah, this totally works. Go for it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So, I mean,
1: you know, not every impression I do is perfect. It's just a matter of getting the, you know, the, the, the rhythms, you know, of the, of the way the person speaks, you know? So it's like, but your voice is, is very suited for Yosemite Sam, you know? (laughs) So, So yeah, I was like, cool, Devo's doing the thing that I've done a bunch of times, and now you get to do it, and it's awesome. <laughs> so yeah.
2: So, so the way this thing came about is um, somebody online made an edit of the classic Bugs Bunny cartoon titled From Air to Hair, where Yosemite Sam inherits a whole bunch of money, and Bugs Bunny is the adjuster, and the, con- the condition of the inheritance is Sam has to keep his temper under control. So Bugs is there and every time Sam loses his temper and um, he deducts money from it. Well, somebody cut out all the plot points. So it's just <laughs> a minute and a half of Sam doing that fake cursing. That's a fracking, black and fracking, you know, and it's so funny. I mean, I it's 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 like very Zen just hearing Sam doing this fake cursing for a minute and a half straight. It, it's so cool. So I was like, I have to
1: imagine how hard that was for Mel Blanc because you know I'm sure that in real life he swore. You know, it's I- like <laughs> I need to do I need to keep a consistent amount of this going without repeating myself too much and without accidentally actually swearing.
2: Yeah, I always wondered if if this was scripted or if this was Mel Blanc, you know, improvising. And I don't know, and I don't know if there's any way to find out because I, I imagine everybody involved in that cartoon is dead, but. But uh, yeah, so I I her, I I must have watched that video of Sam cursing a dozen times just because I was I I laughed every time, especially since it's it has the clip of him like falling from above <laughs> and he's just
4: friggin' 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 friggin'
2: as he goes off into the t- and he, then he does it again and it, it's funnier the second time and. <laughs> So I was like, I could just take this and put it to a beat and it'd be funny, you know, and I could do that. Um, And I was, I was, it was one of those half-assed ideas and I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then I, I, you know, like all good ideas I have that came to me as I was walking my dog, I realized that, I don't know if it's the Looney Tunes or the Merry Melodies theme song, but if I realized if I slowed it down and put drums to it, it was kind of funky so I'm walking around the neighborhood going den. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. I
1: believe the actual title of that song is Merry Go Round Broken Down. Okay. So you could call yours the Merry Go Down Merry Go Round Breakdown. <laughs> I could. <laughs> <sighs>
2: so for the for the music, I actually found a uh, a MIDI file of the um of the theme. And I was able to import it into Renoise, and then I assigned, you know, the different channels to, you know, things on my keyboard, and there were a couple of virtual instruments that I had purchased for previous songs. I was able to assign those to, like, the horns and stuff like that. Got a cool sound out of it, added a beat, mixed it up a little bit, and presto, music. Um, So I didn't have to sit here and actually figure out the notes and everything, which I'm not good at, especially when it gets into, like, chords and harmonies and things i just i can't do it i I don't have chris's ear you know so i liked i really liked the music and then i was like all right now i need to write this
1: (laughs) so well yeah you, you you nailed it and like you know all the so many references to you know like, all of the Yosemite Sam cartoons were just so great in there. Um, well, what I
2: did was there's um, there's a video on YouTube, which I, I just searched for the best of Yosemite Sam. And there's a video on YouTube, it's like 12 minutes long, that has, like, all the most popular clips in it. Or at least the ones that haven't been taken down off YouTube for copyright, I imagine. Um, so, like, most of the clips you see in the video are from that. You know, like, when I say, whoa, I mean, whoa, when he whacks the camel. Um, yeah. You know the, the the pirate ship where he keeps opening the, the the drawers and the cannons are there, um, you know step across the line and he you know that, that the the diving yeah. scene, you know the, the the Roman centurion with the lions, you know there's good stuff in there. Sam was an awesome character. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's um, I was thinking about how and I kind of want to talk about this with Kyle on our podcast at some point. Um. Just that, like, okay, it's like something that was kind of born of, you know, the boomers and then Gen X had it and then uh, the millennials mostly had it, but I don't know if Gen Z is really going to have this as they grow up and certainly not the generation after them is the notion of reruns, you Mm. know, is like, you know, the reason why... There's so many, you know, songs about like Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch and like all that stuff is because those were the shows that were on TV and there w- there were only a handful of channels each of us had and they had we had to watch whatever they happened to have on. Yep. So that's why all those shows got stuck in so many people's heads is because those were the things that were on repeat. And then when we were growing up, it was like The Simpsons and then Seinfeld or whatever, you know, uh, and now for the millennials, it's like The Office and, you know, other shows. So... But now it's like t- like nobody watches t- regular TV or cable TV anymore. It's all it's streaming. It's all about I'm specifically going to this place to watch this show right now. And the notion of like I'm going to randomly flip through and find something to watch just isn't a thing. Yeah. So-
2: Although um, we were just talking about this with my coworker this morning. His wife and his stepdaughter um, apparently watch certain shows over and over and over on streaming. It's like they just put it on, and I don't know whether they hit it to play a random episode or they just watch it straight through. But they'll watch like Friends or or um, uh, Big Bang Theory, and what's the other one they watch? Um, new Girl. They just watch it over and over and over. So that that's going to kind of be like the new rerun, just yeah, watching yeah. streaming shows again.
1: Yeah, because I just think about how you know it, it switched. You know, the Looney Tunes switched around to different networks over the years on Saturday morning. But it was also, you know, syndicated on afternoons and stuff, but it was always about, you know, like, you know, we had no control over which episodes we were going to see at any yeah. given day. So yeah. for me, I was always crossing my fingers that one froggy evening was going to be on because that was, you know, Michigan <laughs> J frog and, you know, hello, my baby. Yeah. Hello, my. It was like, you know, it's, it was like, Amy, get over here. It's a frog one. It's a frog one. <laughs> you know, you know, so. One of my favorite Looney Tunes gags of all time is uh, it's um, Chester and Spike, the two dogs. That's mm-hmm. like a cat. You know it's in A cat. Yeah, I know where is the cat? And they're going to go mess with the cat. Yeah. And they get to like a fence where you can like see through the fence of like slatted wooden boards. And I know where you're going. <laughs> Yeah, and Sylvester's on one side, and then he like does a U turn and sees the dogs, and he's just singing to himself, "Charleston, Charleston, made in Carolina, some dance, some prance. I'll say there's nothing from the Charleston." Charleston sees the dogs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that always killed me. <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
2: One of my one of my all time favorite uh, Bugs Bunny clips was the square dance. The, with the two hillbillies
1: <laughs> yeah like
2: oh my like i remember i was on the phone with with my friend dave one of the other sudden death guys because we and we used to just do this we used to just watch looney tunes and the flintstones and stuff while we were talking on the phone and that episode came on one afternoon and both of us were just crying you are know, like grab a fence post hold it tied womp your partner with all your might hit him in the shin hit him in the head hit him again that critter ain't dead and i'm like it's so good <laughs> If you haven't seen that clip, that's that clip is on uh, YouTube, so you watch that if you've never seen it. Holy crap, that is funny. And actually one of my favorite Yosemite Sam bits is in just because I always loved the way it was drawn, it's in the video. I used it for one of the one of the bridges. Um when Sam gets on the horse and starts running and he's got this tiny little horse with the little legs that just keep jumping like this. And then <laughs> yeah. Bugs Bunny is on a normal size horse and that this giant legs are going like, I just, the animation on those horses was awesome and it cracked me up every time I saw it. So that was always <laughs> one of my favorite bits.
1: I I remember I got to look, I don't even remember what the name of this cartoon was, but it was like, there were two forts. I don't know if they were meant to be a specific to a specific war or whatever, but it was like two forts and there were two flags, like us and us them. Us and them. Yeah, the best yeah. of
2: clip starts with that with with them oh, fighting okay, with each yeah. other. Cuz that cuz that's where um, Sam goes, "Ahoy there!" <laughs> Someone should take that clip. Like, have you heard that audio
1: on TikTok where it's like these guys yelling at each other from across the street like during the pandemic it's like you know
4: what's your name i'm tony fuck you tony what's your name richard
1: Fuck you. it's like i did something like that it just, i would love to see bucks and sam with those voices dubbed over them
2: oh yeah uh, somebody could do that easily did you catch the uh um, the new profanity i threw in
1: i I, I I haven't caught all of it because I haven't watched the video with the words yet, but Kyle told me that there was some great stuff in there, so I need to watch it.
2: So, <laughs> um, I'm the captain of the guard, and in the Zaslavin war between the states, I fought for the South.
3: <laughs> so, Zaslav is a that. swear
2: now.
1: <laughs> it's like, I swear, if I could... If I could bring back... Magiswords swords in some way. I would want the big bad of the season or of the movie or the of the whatever it is to be uh, a, like a new evil force whose name is Zazlav. Yeah. <laughs> or or Zaslav spelled backwards, <laughs> just just to you know. I mean, it sounds like,
2: like a villain name. It really does. Yeah, I mean, exactly. All you, have to, all you have to do is change the spelling a little bit because I had to look up how to spell it when I when I wrote it. But yeah, but actually the um. Somebody and that, that From Hair to Air episode transcribed all the profanity in one of the YouTube comments. So I was able to just copy and paste that into my lyrics. So like that dirty perka short, a fat uh, flattened fort and fill a bunker is actually something Sam says verbatim in that song, in that clip.
1: It's like, it's like you and Schaefer need to like back-to-back perform this with House Pickle Fife. Right, <laughs>
2: Uh, so I posted this video to the Dr. Demento group and people dig it like this this has gotten more likes and more shares than anything I've ever posted to Facebook so uh, what you're you're saying that
1: uh, the random baby boomers who joined the thing because they saw Demento's name like Yosemite Sam references wow what a shock (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I and like I, I I've, sometimes I like to in my own head like make bets with you know what Doctor DeMello is going to do. My my guess is he's going to play Yo Sam and follow it with Weapon, <laughs> mm. <laughs> because of course he would. And then when the top ten comes along, Weapon will make the top ten because of course, that's the yes. way it goes. <laughs> spelled backwards would be Val
2: <laughs> Val says that works too. Yeah,
5: that could I work Val too. Says.
2: <laughs> so yeah, oh the oh the um the video when I was putting the video together, I could not believe how well the opening sequence fit with the lyrics. Because I mean, I I intentionally used that you know that opening sequence. You know, any one of you lily livered bow legged frac varmints care to slap leather with me and. I, I you know, so I knew what, what clip that was and I put it in and like I I just lined it up so that when <laughs> when he started talking was when I started rapping and like it fit perfectly, like almost the entire thing.
1: Isn't it nice when that happens? Yeah,
2: it was amazing.
1: <laughs> it's like it's 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 like during those rare circumstances where it's like, Okay, I want to make this video match this audio. God, this is gonna be such a headache and then you put it in and it's like, Oh, it just works. Oh, that saved me so much work. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as we get done here, I will go watch it just because I've been meaning to watch it, and I've just been distracted trying to get some uh, commission work done. That's, uh, you know.
2: Yeah, I know <laughs> how that goes. But so yeah, th- just
1: man, just all of those classic Looney Tunes, you know, Bugs Bunny just, you know, destroying Sam in so many ways like that are so smart. He, he was always good for a thoughtful kill. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. So there you go. So. Oh, there's a the, look for this online. There is a clip of it's a black and white animation of Porky Pig. And he and it's him going like he hits. He's, he's like hit his thumb with a hammer or something. And he's like, oh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Oh, darn. And then he looks <laughs> at the camera and goes, hey, you thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs>
2: There was some comic back in the 80s or maybe the 90s who was doing a bit about how he was. He said that they should sneak uh, profanity into cartoons just just to see I if think, anybody notices. And I the, think that was Dave Coulier. It might have been, and because uh, I remember the the one example I remember was him doing Yosemite Sam and going, "Ooh, I hates that fucking rabbit." <laughs> Yeah. Like
1: he said, just one morning when your dad's watching with you. Yeah. (laughs) There was this one Popeye cartoon that I swore Bluto was saying. He was singing a song, and like he was supposed to be like one of those kind of like, it's one of those like, you know, chic desert episodes where he's like, you know, some kind of like, you know, desert pirate or something yeah and i and and this and mm-hmm. I, would, I would swear he would the words he was saying was run you assholes <laughs> run you assholes
2: <laughs> well like i have a vivid memory of of going to see the secret of nim in theaters and this one scene I, I like where the the old woman rat turns around and says those fucking rats and i was like this is a G, isn't it? You know? And then I watched the movie over and over again later and it never happened. So I, I know if I fell asleep in the theater and dreamt it or what, but I vividly remember that line, but I mean, I apparently was never in the film and it was just me, but that's my brain doing things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like I, in the movie treasure planet, they do a joke where it's supposed to be, um, because there's a the character uh, that's that's a doc. He's he's like an intellectual doctor, not like a like a medical doctor, mm. <laughs> but like and and you know there's the one of the main characters is Jim and that and at one point the character says uh you know damn it Jim I'm a doctor not a blah 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 you know so it was supposed to be the, and I swear in the theater he said damn it but whenever ever since after that on video that it, he says darn it I'm like I know in the theater he said <laughs> damn it. And it it has a PG rating I, yeah. I assume they could get away with that but yeah yeah um which things like that i mean i know it's so small but just like in spider-verse where and it, which is rated pg-13 it's like you know maybe you should get off his ass yeah <laughs> it's like just <laughs> throwing in little things like that it's so great it's like thank you for putting that slight bit of more reality into this thing yeah yeah uh, what was the other thing i was going to mention um crap uh oh okay and and this this was real uh Transformers the movie 1986 yes when when um uh I mean I know that uh at one point um Ultra Magnus Magnus is trying to open the matrix of leadership and he's like open damn it open and that didn't seem like a big deal to me but when Unicron is about to eat that one moon that uh I think Bumblebee and Spike are on and Spike says oh shit what are we gonna do now I specifically remember having this feeling like because i saw that movie for the first time with my dad mm-hmm. and i was i kind of begged him to take me to see it and i just had this moment of like am i going to get in trouble <laughs> because i talked to my dad into taking me to see this movie that has a swear word in it because like that's how <laughs> the the that's how deeply embedded the catholicism was in my head that i thought i was going to be in trouble for this movie having a swear word that like nobody saw coming so <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> anyway yeah go check out Devo's video and, and you know go to the Dr. Demento group and like it and maybe it'll get played like it so and, that-
2: and request it and I know Michael Charbonneau specifically requested and tagged Dr. Demento in it so maybe.
1: good good so yeah <laughs>
2: so yeah alright uh, let's do this stuff
4: Making the internet absolutely ridiculous Dementia Radio www.dementiaradio.org. port 8027. Please hang
1: up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. Feedback! Feedback! You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback! Feedback! <laughs> feedback!
4: <laughs>
2: and there's no feedback this week so
0: (laughs) hello Devo hello Luke Baramon here I'm afraid there's no feedback this week no feedback at all I know how frustrating this is with you going through the effort of crafting an intro for everyone
3: so now is the
0: time to remind them to subscribe use that Prime subscription if they have one it's free there you go that's a good boy. I Have a biscuit. Damn it.
2: All
4: right. And teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. I have a joke. Yeah!
2: Tomorrow's song is by a new artist, so you will just have to wait and see who that is and Tuesday's song is not yet posted. And it's not by me, so again, I can't be any hints. Um, this week's Spotify playlist topic is America and the 4th of July and all that because 4th of July is coming up and America and all that. Um, all right. Uh, all right. John Ware is at JohnWare.com. His last name is spelled W-A-Y-R-E. You could find me at DevoSpice.com. And uh, that video for that song is up on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Devo Spice. Please share it with all of your friends and give it a like. I think it's got like 85 views right now, so it's cr- creeping up the charts. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And, and the, you- the 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 via, the via, that's all, folks.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends tell your enemies shout it to random people on the street and be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs tune in next week where you'll hear luke ski say ho ha ha guard turn parry, dodge spin ha thrust